never, I would never play. Better stop, stop playing with me. Out your damn mind if you think I won't do a whole entire intro and start that mug over. Yeah, that's what y'all listening to right now. Intro number two. I didn't drop the damn theme and everything. Said, man, let me run it back. Ain't no shame in my game. I ain't never got no shame in my game. I'll run this hoe back in a heartbeat. You better believe you me. I ain't playing with y'all niggas. Yeah, hey, baby. Go crazy. What y'all mean? <laughs> I'm fighting for you, Jack. <laughs> I'm fighting for you, Jack. <laughs> Nah, nah, nah. 
wake up and smell a coffee. It's a new nigga in town. Gotta shake them haters off me. You know how boozy get down. I'm anti-social, nigga. Don't fuck with none of your clowns. You play some games, nigga. Well, I got a hundred some rounds. I try to get after hit wine. And it's amazing. Jump up in that cool Janile boozy in the maze. Ask about me, nigga. I live this. If it's coming out my mouth, it's some real shit. A soldier, but I like soldier boy. Get up out this mud, man. Niggas got me high. Niggas got me hot up in this yard. What's up, folk? It is your one and only favorite Wody Jacka Jack. Just another nigga with no bitches and an opinion, and I've been wildin' for respect. If I pop that clutch, you know I'm gone. I'm out of here. If you see me out, just mind business or buy me a beer. What is going on, everyone? What is going on? Give yourselves a hand clap for being here. They're both from Virginia. You feel me? It's another episode of the Wildin' for Respect podcast. Hope your Monday is going well. It's another week's worth of wildin'. You already know how that go. Hope the weather is it. Weather crazy out this joint. Weather crazy out this joint. It's cold out here in, in, in Houston. If you watch it on the YouTube, you see me. Big UV in me. Big camo on. Big camo thugging it out with the whole shiesty and everything. You know, I'm over here living in the ghetto on the south side. Not the crazy ghetto, but it's ghetto over this motherfucker, so my heat don't really be, you know, I had to wake up this morning, do mad store runs and shit. Had to shoot over to Walmart, get me a motherfucking UV me. Excuse me, a little space heater and shit like that. But uh, we here, guys. We here. Uh, it is going to be a relatively short episode. Um, it's nothing too much I want to talk about in my phone right now. I got about four topics, so you know how that could go. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So first, I want to start off with. Let me go ahead and 
Way that joint in the air right quick. You feel me? Big Texans once again. I'm fighting for you, Jack. I'm fighting for you, Jack. No, God. We really did it up. We really did it up. I was talking to I was talking to the boy Smith sometime earlier this week. You know, or after last week when we when we played the Colts and this and that. Talking about how I got how we got the Browns and you know, they kind of been clicking. They've been clicking at the end of the season and wasn't sure if I really wanted to see them in the playoffs because they kind of mopped us earlier in the year. They they kind of mopped us up and they got the number one defense. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, shit, low key, I almost feel like I want to play Kansas City, but we gonna see about it. Oh, uh, dog. Dog. If one thing was true, like I told him, I will say, I do like us at home. I do like us at home. Uh, I was in the building last night, and it was a party. If you know, you know, we walked the dog on them. It was looking like it was going to be a shootout beginning of the beginning of the game, going into the first half, this and that. You know, going into halftime, it was a good game. Uh then we just opened up on him. We opened up on him. C.J. Stroud, the boy, a dog. Our defense really, really led a charge. Two pick sixes, two interceptions, two pick sixes. Got to love them odds. One of them was for like 80-some yards. The other one, we took that for like 20, 30 yards, something like It was crazy. It, it, it was live in the building last night. It was live after our second pick six. The, the DJ dropped. Don't stop believing. Oh, he he went journey on us. When I mean to tell you that joint, the stadium turned up. You would have thought it was a Beyonce concert, nigga. You would have thought Michael Jackson was in that joint. You would have thought Ye was on stage. Man, all them damn cell phone lights and stuff went up. That shit was crazy. It was epic. It was epic. For sure, for sure, it was epic. But, uh... Anyways, all right, guys. You better wrap that gavel up, B. Into topic number one. Into topic number one. Let me go ahead and play this clip for you because, yikes, it kind of came off that way. Like, is Drake hip hop? Why are you doing this to me? Drake is pop to me. In the sense, like, if. I was in Target in Houston and I heard a Drake song. It feels like a lot of his music is compatible with shopping. <laughs> That's hate. Commercial music. Or it's, or it's you know, music. shopping with an edge in certain instances. Mo, why yeah, I like why most, exactly Hold saying. up, though. Why Mo's doing that? I'm going to get back to the clip. I apologize for stopping it, but why he saying that? What's up with the tone? And I love Mo's. I love most. I grew up on most. Not to say I grew up listening to most, but I grew up on most. I grew up on on Yasin Bay. He Yasin Bay now. I grew up on most death. That's crazy. Why he? Of course. I mean, it's, I, I, it's I commercial, it. entertaining, fun, it's, good, it's, formulaic music. It's likable. Likable music. Yeah. Very true. It's likable. Um, but is it? You know, I'm gonna leave you alone. We're gonna move. We're gonna move on. Um. <laughs> nah, I ain't even gonna lie. See, I don't like somebody, that. Somebody. I don't like that. I don't like what's what's going on right now. Drake really needs to go at Moses' head. 
I'm talking about the whole neck. Rip it off his shoulders. This unnecessary. This unnecessary. He ain't got to. The products. So many so, skews. So many skews. <laughs> Look at all these skews. Oh, so many products. So much merchandising. So oh, many barcodes. I love this mall. <laughs> Look at this place. I mean, look at this place. They have everything. Everything's here. They have everything here. Oh, this is great. This is a new Drake. You hear it? It's great. Okay. What happens when this thing collapses? What happens when the columns start buckling? Are we not in some early stage of that? This is when I this is when I started to think it was hate. Everything else prior, I'm just playing. Everything else prior was like, all right, he just stating his opinion. Whatever, he got a little jokes, this and that. But when he said this, that's when I was like, oh, no, nah, that's hate. No, nah, that's hate, most. That's hate. At this present hour, are we seeing, like, the collapse of empire? Buying are and selling, we? where's the message that I can use? Right. You know, what's in it for your audience apart from, like, banging the pom-poms? <sighs> but I will say... Let me just run that one little part back because that was kind of potent. Happens when the columns start buckling. Are we not in some early stage of that at this present hour? Are we seeing like the collapse of empire? Buying and selling, where's the message that I can use? Right. You know, what's in it for your audience apart from like banging the pom-poms? And that right there is the reason why Although Drake, Drake is number one. He is simply number one. He is the biggest. Is he the greatest? Come on. You already know who that goes to. The only Y-E. You already know who that go to, but he is the biggest. Drake is, and he's been running game for way too long. And, but with that being said, because of his numbers, it's hard to debate him not being the best. But when you look at artists like Kendrick, artists like Cole, the peers that he's most maybe not necessarily compared to, but always grouped with. They came in around the same, they came in in the same era. Uh, and they are the big three. From 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 the gate, we knew these three were going to be who they were. Even if you were fronting on them. Like I said, I, 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 I was fronting on Drake in the beginning. But I love Cole and Kendrick. Cole to this day is still my, he, he my favorite rapper. He my favorite rapper and I don't even listen, and I listen to Cole here and there you know what i'm saying but he still is my favorite rapper but again don't take that as a because y'all still know who the greatest is i'm gonna ride for him every day when when mo said buying and selling but where's the message what are you really giving your audience Outside of banging the pom-poms, that's a legit question. But then again, it makes you it makes you wonder, 
is Drake obligated to give us anything more than that? That's like me and uh again, me 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 and a homie Smith was talking. We was kind of going back and forth on this, and I was saying how like I, I forgot what it was exactly how we got on to the conversation of Drake. I think it had something to do with Cole. Yeah, I think that's what it was. We was talking about Cole and somebody was talking about Friday Night Lights being one of the greatest mixtapes ever and this and that, whatever the case. And somehow we ended up getting on to, to Drake. And I was saying like, you know, I was like, yay is my favorite artist of all time. He's 1A. Ray Lamontang is 1B. Off of one album. One album and a couple like Lucy's. But again, back to last week's episode, Ray Lamonte just he just speaks to to my R and B heart, although he although he does folk music, but just I I bro bro just he just hit me a little different. Pause. Uh, I was saying that Ye's my favorite artist and Cole is my favorite rapper, and and I fuck with Drake way too tough. I fuck with him so tough that if I had to just make some bullshit up for him for for him to be in a in a slot of my favorite something he would be my favorite entertainer you know um and then me we got to going back and forth like he brought up michael jackson and beyonce and all this and that and i'm like well again i'm not saying that drake is my favorite entertainer and just because he and if he was my favorite entertainer Truthfully, it ain't got nothing to do with Michael Jackson or Beyonce. Like, it, it's whatever. Like, this is my favorite. Like, it just is what it is. It ain't got nothing to do with me um, or them. Um, but he's not. But he could be. He could be my favorite entertainer because that is kind of what Drake's music is like. Like, like most was saying about Drake being like he's like he's like Target. You go in there and it's just everything. Where where is it at? Right here. I mean, I'm gonna leave you alone. We're gonna move. So many so, skews. So so many products. So many so many products. So many so, skews. So many skews. <laughs> so many products. Think about this. Let me just play a quick little mel medley, and we all know Drake, but let's just go through a quick little medley of of Drake. To speak to this point of so many, so many products. Axel. Things for resale, don't do iCloud, don't do email. Feds wanna tap up man and wire up man like Chubbs at detail. Back when Ricky was doing up Teasdale, I was doing dinner with TZ.
And let drop, me just play down, one drop, more. Drop. Shit is real out here. Drop down, drop, drop. Drop, drop, drop down, drop, drop. Get it. Yeah. Get it. Sorry if that bored you, but in my opinion, I feel like it was necessary because, again, look at all these SKUs. Oh, so many products, so much merchandising, so oh, many barcodes. I love this mall. <laughs> look at Drake literally gives you everything. He gives you everything. As an entertainer, is there anything wrong with that? As someone that definitely is playing the numbers game, at the end of the day, I think Drake wants to walk away from the game saying, you niggas can say whatever it is you want to say, but don't argue with these numbers because you can't. If somebody is walking away from the game with that type of mentality, what message is he really supposed to leave us? Why would we why should we want to look at Drake even through that lens of giving us something deeper than what he's given us yeah drake gets introspective and this and that here and there but for the most part for the most part he's almost like push a t he's almost like rick ross when you go to when you go to club push a t when you go to club rose you know what you getting you walk into club push a t Everything white. Everything white. They serving drinks in fucking miniature Pyrex glass. Like, it even got the fucking handle. Like, it ain't even a cut. It's, it's really, like, the smallest fucking Pyrex that you can get. That's what they serving the drinks in. The hookahs is really, like, a triple beam scale. And that's where they sit the coals. Like, you know how they got to come bring you coals and stuff like that? When they come bring you coals, they really just put it on the scale. Like, because that's what the hookah's made out. Like, you know what you're getting when you go there. 
shit all white. Seats is made out of the fish scale shit that his Adidas was. That's what you getting. When you go to fucking Club Rosé, nigga, it's lavish. It ain't nothing but Bel Air in that bitch. Some Bumble or some shit like that, whatever that liquor call. You know what I'm saying? But that shit lavish. You what? That shit like the Versace Mansion. Like, damn, I love coming to, to fucking Club Rosé. Every time I walk up in this bitch, I just be feeling like, damn. This nigga know how to set a vibe up in this motherfucker. You go to Club Rosé, you getting you some pussy. Nope. What? You getting you some pussy. No cap. No cap. You go there with your shorty, she can't wait to... She's sucking you off on the car ride home. Y'all feel too good leaving Club Rosé. You know what I'm saying? You go to you go to Club Drake? Club Aubrey? Nigga, you getting everything. You walk up in that bitch, it's got four different sections. Not sections, but four different four different clubs. That shit massive. It's got a hip hop, it's got you got hip hop and rap on one side. Number R&B on one side, nothing but goddamn dance hall on one side, reggaeton and shit like one, well, maybe not no reggaeton, but dance hall and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you got. Then you go to the other side, nigga, it ain't number top 40. They playing the smashes in that joint. That's what you do when you go to Club Drake. That's why you love Club Drake. Like you love club, you love you love club pushing T too, cause you know what you get. Like oh yeah, this is gonna be that grime. Like what dope boy shit? You up in there in forces? You ain't gotta worry about too much of a dress code, a dress code. Like you still fly, but you can get away. You can go up in that bitch with a hoodie on if you want to. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's still gonna be up. You go to club Drake, nigga. You getting everything. You getting air, and that's why you love it. You get tired of the rap, man. Let me go over here to the R. Let's see what where the hoes. The hoes over here in the R&B section tonight. All right, for sure, we in there. They in there playing all kind of Jodeci. They playing Jungle. They playing Can't What. You go over to the dance hall section, nigga. They in there sweating. You ain't even think you was gonna be in that mood tonight, but you in that mood tonight. You went over there and was like, oh, hold on, now y'all too turned in this bitch. Y'all two-turn. And before you can even walk out, Shorty just pull you to the dance floor. She doing all kind of dutty wine. All type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Me not understand. How'd it get so lit in here? Then you go over to the top 40, nigga. It's smooth. It's probably mad white hoes over there. All the white bitches over there in the top 40 shit. Because they fucking with Drake, too. They love Club Drake. You go to a place like that. Nigga, that's pure entertainment. What message do you want other than YOLO, nigga? You only live once. That's the message. That's the message. I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair. I mean, niggas can have their opinions. I feel that. Why you think I'm doing this pod? But I don't think it's fair that uh, Muggs look at Drake 
and kind of speak on them the way they do. Like I said, it was cool when Yasin was like, yo, he popped. I feel him. I ain't even mad at that. But the, oh, what happens when this and that start to collapse in and where the, that's when it started. That's when it started moving something really beyond the question. You know what I'm saying? That started moving outside of the scope of the question. And it's like, bro, why are we looking at him like Kendrick? Why are we looking at him like Cole? You know, like he don't, he not doing that. He not giving Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. That was message. To Pimple Butterfly was message. Good Kid Mad City was message. Like, he came into the game doing that, and we knew that's what he was doing. Cole came in the game spitting throwback bars and just gritty and come on. Like, it's just different. It's just different, and I don't think – I just don't think it's fair. You know what I'm saying? I just I just don't necessarily think it's fair that we uh, – that we look – that that we look to Drake and try to and just try to put that 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 type of that type of pressure on him because again the man the man is trying to the man is trying to he trying to lead a game different man he he trying to he trying to lead a game totally different but uh you know what I'm saying anyways Speaking of music, I'm just gonna play a little clip because I ain't seen it yet. But it's 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 been in an uproar. It's been in an uproar. So let's see what they're talking about. Let's see what it sounds like because the internet has been going crazy with this one for surely. They have been going crazy. Let me put this on regular. Let me put this on regular. What's the name right quick? Stop doing this. Yeah. Uh, bust down chain, that was 30 beats. Bust down wrist, that's my bust down 30 inch. Walk up in the club, popping shit like it was double mint. Looking for a ting, we only settle when it's settlements. Uh, uh, let them slide, yeah. That shit wasn't quiet, yeah. Now I'm on my ride, yeah. I'm gonna take off. it high. That shit wasn't quiet, yeah. Tell him come outside, baby. We ain't tryna hide. I'm out, I'm out, I'm ready. You know when I'm back, it's all for tape. You know that I'm ready. Whatever. If you don't know, you know who this I'm is, ready. it's all for chaos. Yo, this is <laughs> this is Little Nas X coming back fresh on the scene with a new song and video called J Christ. This shit. <laughs> Hold on, let me just drop a bomb on that bitch, nigga. 
No cap. No cap. <laughs> Drop a bomb on that shit. This nigga crazy, y'all. He crazy. Man's is dread. First off, I couldn't help but laugh when I seen him in the whole cheerleading outfit, like, 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 like Dave Chappelle said on his on his fucking special. Little Nas X is walking around this world. He's he wa- how Drake wants to leave the game as the biggest ever. The numbers don't lie. My nigga Lil Nas X want to lead. He want to lead the game, saying, "Yo, I'm the I'm the gayest nigga to ever live." Don't speak to me about that boy Sam Smith. He a hoe. He just started going crazy. He he biting off my style. He biting on my style, trying to get clicks and reviews. The fuck out of here. Yeah, that old ass nigga Elton John. Yeah, he cool and all, but you know he maybe been a. A trailblazer and shit, but nigga, he could never do it like me. What's my boy's name for Queen? My boy Freddie? Freddie Mercury? He might be the only he might be the only one that could really, you know what I'm saying, hold a candle to my flame. But even with that, nigga, I'm flaming out this bitch. I'm flaming out this bitch, boy. Y'all talking about? Look at Cud. Y'all can't see it on the YouTube or 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 audio, but bro, in the whole he crazy. This nigga Lil Nas X crazy. But I bring this up to say everybody was on him about him dressing up as Jesus Christ. He's dressing up as Jesus Christ. This and that. Obviously, it's a it's a clear. A contradiction to the to 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 our religion. Uh, if you are religious, I, I do call myself a Christian. Uh, do I practice Christianity? I I can't say that I do, man. And I I just can't say that I do. But that's what I was raised in. So that's what that's what I what I assume I'm gonna die by. Uh, if that's just what it is, who knows? A nigga might mess around and pick up the Muslim face faith or something like that one day or buddhist who knows you know but for now i am i'm a christian uh so we know how that go and niggas is tight niggas is tight uh let's let's listen to kasanet's kasanet's rant uh against little nas x i think he uh went a little hard for sure for sure uh but first let's just say that uh man this little nigga, little Nas X, be he he be kind of making some 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 slaps though. Like, was that shit not hitting? That shit not hitting. I'm homo. I'm flaming. I'm dick riding the dick riders. I ain't gonna lie, man. That that nigga, little Nas X, kind of. I thought that I thought that shit was hitting a little bit. Oh. But yeah, I just want to hear what 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 Kasanet had to say right quick before I give the rest of my thoughts because um again I did see some clips. Look like he was going crazy. That he's putting out a gospel oh, album. Oh God! And he's doing this for niggas Christian is doing, leadership. Niggas is doing. Talk about that, yeah, bro. But look, God, no, 
Nas X, you could eat my whole dick. I hate that nigga, bro. Nah, that shit just popped up in my head, bro. That nigga, bro, nah, what am I mother, bro? God gonna handle you in the right way. I, I didn't even talk about that yet, bro, but look. God gonna handle you, bro. And you're bro. But he did. No, bro. But he did. No, bro. God gonna handle that nigga. Real shit. What did he do? Nah, bro. I'm not even gonna explain it, bro. But bro, no. He's extremely disrespectful, bro. He disrespect he disrespectful. Okay, tell me how he disrespected, cause bro, you can't be on that bad time. I'm just sitting in the corner now on bad timing. Go on his page, bro. Hey yo. He disrespect he disrespect he disrespect God himself. That's 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 Christianity? Like Christianity? Yes, he disrespect the whole culture. He was mocking, he was mocking it? Yes, mocking, making fun of it. Alright, and here's what Nobody else's religion really gets played with like that. Nobody else's religion gets played with like that. And I have a theory as to why. I'm going to blame the whites. Whites, you know I love you. You know I fuck with you. But to one of my greatest jokes that I've never told, though I maybe told it, it's y'all's fault. Y'all opened up Pandora's box. The reason why Christianity can get played with is because it's simply caught up to us. Because they was playing with it from the jump. Who the fuck decided to make Jesus white? Who the fuck decided to tell the story that Jesus had blue eyes? Cut was from the Middle East. If anything, he looked like goddamn Bin Laden. If anything, he looked like he might have been Hawaiian. If anything, he looked like he could have been biracial, dog. If anything y'all turn jesus into a whole ass white man bro a whole entire white man was niggas really traveling like that back in the day was the european blood really just all over the world so much so back then that it was possible for a woman from Jerusalem that apparently was a virgin, that that woman was a white woman? She was a white woman. Y'all never should have played with the religion to begin with. And now we got information. Now niggas is looking at it and questioned like, Hold up, what? It's y'all's fault. It's y'all's fault. I feel like, and I don't know because I don't know everybody else's religion, but I feel like everybody else's religion is still relatively original. It wasn't necessarily tainted or trying to be put in a light because everybody was everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, Muhammad, he from where we from, the Middle East, and this and that, and stuff. And so, he looked like that. Buddha and shit like, like, 
whatever the 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 Far East Asians like it looked like them. Whatever religion was down in Africa, it it, it was like that. But when Christianity got brought over here to America, to America, because that's really what I'm talking. When it got brought over here to America. They started remixing that shit, bro. Or maybe before that, King James. He was a king. He was Euro- he was European, huh? They start remixing that shit, bro. Motherfuckers was playing with God way before Lil Nas X was. Mugs was playing with the religion way before Lil Nas X was. It's the white folks' fault. Y'all should be a dead. Y'all should be fucking ashamed of yourselves, knowing that you can walk into a black church and see a white Jesus on the fan. Y'all should be ashamed of yourselves, knowing for so many years niggas was under slavery, under the thumb of white folk, and y'all was over there having us preaching. And, and, and praying to a white Jesus that was going to get us out of this predicament that y'all got us in, beating the living dog shit out of us. Saying that the nigga looked like you. Y'all dead wrong for that. Y'all dead wrong for that. I I truly believe that's the reason why everybody else's religion don't get played with. Because that shit probably really OG. That shit probably still stuck to the original script. Niggas over here, we got the New Testament, the Old Testament, King James Version. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean, King James Version? Who the fuck was this nigga to interpret something from his from his perspective? What? Where that nigga come from? Did he know Jesus? I'm I ain't gonna do the Google right now because it's gonna take too long. But I am gonna do the Google. Hold up, hold up. I I no, nah, I gotta do the Google right quick. I just need to know. I know I shouldn't have did that. I know it's gonna come right back. I know it's gonna destroy everything I made. It's probably gonna get you for a cent away. But this game I play ain't no way uh. to fix it. It's inevitable that I'm set where I will stop me. Before I even started, when I get to one brick, in the game I would depart with. Got to one brick, then I look to the skylight. Sorry, got a lot, but give me one more try. Bro. Got to two bricks, new cars, new Bro. whips, but niggas never learn to the independent. They say the shit was originally published in 1611. They say it was originally published in 1611. King James won't nowhere close to AC or BC. He was nowhere close. He just over here just interpreting the Bible. Writing it how, come on, man. That's what I'm saying. 
That's what I'm saying. Is Lil Nas X playing? He playing too damn much. He playing too damn much because it is disrespectful. Like, Lil Nas X, like, you know who you are, bro. Motherfuckers like to question if he gay or not. I don't know. If he ain't gay, man, like, it almost makes me think that he might not be because he is just playing gay so well. But then you got to think, like, man, but he just playing it so well. How could he not be? How could he not be? You know what I'm saying? Like, and what is that? I, whatever. That's besides the point. But he know what he's doing. And, yes, he is dead wrong for it. He know he wrong for that. Like, come on, bro. Because, yeah, it is just spitting people's faces that believe, like, yes, no matter how you feel about LGBT rights and this and that, like, some shit still is some shit. I'm not mad at it. I ain't fronting on it at all, but it's like, bro, just respect the religion for what it is. Respect the, respect the, maybe you don't got to respect it, but I feel like motherfuckers should respect it. Even if a motherfucker don't like you, I think you should be, I think you should be able to respect it if they being honest about it. Nah, a nigga roll up on me, for real, nah, nah, I don't fuck with you, cuz. I don't like you. And I'm going to be like, all right. Or I might even ask the question, well, shit, damn, what I what I do to you? What, what What's up with it? I don't know, bro. It's just something about you that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And I just don't really rock with you. And it just is what it is. All right, for sure. Fuck it. All right. I can respect it. Maybe it's fuck you too, or maybe it's not. Either way, I just can I just understand, hey, me and this person, we just, we just ain't on it. And it is what it is. Oh. Uh, but yeah, again, I really believe that uh I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I, I think it's I, I blame it on white folk. I blame it on white folk for fucking with the religion and 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 You gotta blame this on who 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 y'all think behind Lil Nas X? Diddy? Ho? Stunner? Carl Crawford? Jay Prince? Y'all think it's black folk? Excuse me. Y'all think it's black folk really behind Lil Nas X pushing the buttons? Making shit do what it's supposed to be doing for him? It could be. If my life was on the line, I'd have to say no. It'd be a surprise. Oh, damn. What? It was a nigga behind this nigga the whole time? That's that's crazy. I got that one wrong. It's white folk. And if you let Ye tell it, if you let Ye tell it, the white folk that's probably behind them are not Christians. So they don't give a fuck anyways. Because you're not disrespecting our shit. So fuck it. This shit gonna do numbers. It's gonna have everybody mad. And the people that's feeling that's feeling pissed off and disrespected, it ain't us. So who gives a shit? We don't, nigga. Let's get to the paper. Run it up. Run it up. But either way, even though the white folk that's probably behind him. Ain't Christians, nigga, they still white folk. 
So in some form or fashion. But to the original point, the reason why, because white folks start playing with it first. You think the mother white folk, you think they shit remixed? Do they got all kind of different versions? I don't know. I mean, this that's a sincere question. That's a genius. I don't know. You think they do? If they don't, it could speak to something. If they don't, it could speak to something. You better wrap that gavel up, B. Now to another clip. Now to another clip. This one was pretty interesting. This is the one that I was saying might mess around and take and take us the distance. We gonna see. Alright, y'all ready? I'm about to play the video. Strong Good. women uh, intimidate weak men. That's known because if he was an alpha and he was in his masculine energy, pure masculine energy, not wounded energy, um, he would want a smart, hardworking woman on his side because she will inspire him. She'll guide him. She'll give him advice. She'll give him uh, constructive criticism. She will be there. She'll be his rock. And together they can build. I don't want a man to sit down and watch me build and clap for me. No, I want a man to build with. So when a man is intimidated by a strong woman, he's weak. It's, it's because there's nothing to be intimidated about. Men and women don't compete with each other. They complete each other. So I do need a man that is in his alpha and masculine because if he's not, then I will tap into my masculine energy to, uh, to basically bring that masculine energy into the relationship because he doesn't have it. So it's so important for a man to be healed in his alpha energy, in his healed energy, for him to be able to allow the woman safely to drop into her feminine. I'm going to read the super chat shortly. Now, with that being, matter of fact, fuck all that. Let me just skip to bro because that's really what I want to speak on, and I'll get to her later. I hope I still can find what, what, where I was getting to. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, neither one of us is intimidated. So like things. That you, you know, 15, 16, I'm enough. You know, but you don't fit. It seems like, and I could be wrong. I could be on a, and oh, I think that Jake, God. That neither one of I'm us sorry, is going to back down from a challenge. At all. You got something, you got something for her? She's a woman. Bro, I, oh, y'all got no, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm a regular, I'm a regular. Oh, a doctor and she's running nine, but not. You don't leverage her for, for podcast interviews? Huh? You're you leveraging her for podcast. No, no, leveraging her for, for what my business and what my business is. What my business is. Okay, so give me an example of what you would leverage her for. We, women, women are great. Talkers. I remember this is a doctor, and she's running nine successful businesses. Carrie, what's wrong? You said a, do a doctor, and she's running nine. But not again. I'm not talking about the lady that you're talking about because again, I just told you I'm not running into women like that. I'm not. I'm not going to run into any any woman a doctor that has ten business. I'm a regular. I'm a regular ass. Well, why wouldn't you run into? She dead them all. What you mean? I, I mean, I'm not in those spaces. Man, all I'm saying, man, they, they pump gas. But, uh, it's no. It's no. Man, don't, act like, you don't act like you don't have access to these women, man. We we talking hypothetical anyway, man. Just say if you met yeah. this woman. Huh? If you met that woman, you tell me, and she was busy like that. He asked you that question. I wanted to hear what you was gonna say. Oh, she got that. I ain't got nothing for. Her. Why not? What you mean? She's a woman. But I ain't got, you got something. You got something for her? She's a woman. Bro, I, if 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 my if I, I have to be honest about where I am in my life, where I'm at in my life, dog. Like, she, bro, she has some other other shit, dog. Like, if I, I'm not, I'm not approaching that. I don't need. What, what I'm approaching that for? Why, why? I'm just telling me like. But no, no, this is good because uh, now, the question I want to ask is. Is it wrong for men to be intimidated by successful women? Now, they go on a whole lot more on this, uh, on, on trying to go into, trying to dig out what bro was really saying. And two of the, uh, and this is from the Anton Daniels podcast, two of the guys on the panel was trying to get the one dude to just go ahead and say, bro, you intimidated by the woman. Now, maybe I heard it wrong. Maybe I'm just a dude and I'm just hearing it. However, because some of the women were trying to shoot him bell, but 
To me, it sounded like he was saying, yeah, I'm intimidated. I ain't got nothing for her. What can I offer her? What can I do for her as a man, this and that, of where I'm at? Like, and it was just, and he wasn't really trying to say it, but the other two was trying to, like, bro, it seems like you're intimidated. And they really just wanted him to say it. I don't know what they was going to say if he would have said it, but he wouldn't say it. And I got to thinking about it, like, you know what? I think I am intimidated by by strong, successful women. Strong. Whatever that is. But but super uber successful women. Or simply just a woman that makes more money than me. And I was talking to my mom about it yesterday. While we was at, cause we had pulled up to the we had pulled up to the game super early yesterday. So we was just in the stadium uh a, a whole hour and 30 minutes before before the before the game even kicked off so we was talking about it because i was like ma i i gotta ask you this question uh because that's something that my mom can relate to she's a very successful woman uh you know a really good job you know uh and one of the things one of the things that i was saying to her was like you know i think because somebody else had brought it up in the in, in this panel too of like, I don't think it's guys that are necessarily intimidated by a woman that's super successful. I think it's more so of the fact of we're nervous, we're scared that that woman might act out in the worst versions of a man. Of just always laying her fat old pussy on the table. The same way a nigga would just put his dick on the table. Like, hey, at the end of the day, not only am I making the money, but I'm the man. So my word is law. My word is law. And even though a mo- even though a, a woman has more money than a man, we still can't help but look at the mirror and look down between our legs and see a dick. And it's like, oh, shit, I'm a man. And I'm a man. You can't talk to me any kind of way, woman. You a woman. That's just like with any, with men, when we interact with one another, with, with one another, we always know there's a, a, a small threat of violence. You get around niggas you don't really know too well. You might go a little too far with a joke. You might laugh a little too hard at another nigga's joke. You know what I'm saying? His homie cracking a joke. They cracking. They laughing. It's all cool, but niggas don't really know you like that. And you like you just laughing a little too hard. So now it's like, hold up, this nigga. He trying to play with me. He he being disrespectful, some shit like that. And now it's and now it's something. And now niggas might go fisticuffs. Or it might escalate way past that because we men and we just understand that that's just what it is. But women, even though they know that we men, they really be pushing them boundaries because in their heart of hearts, they want to believe a nigga ain't going to put their hands on them and a nigga shouldn't put their hands on them. But they going to they going to press that line. They going to press that motherfucking line. And. And and I was just saying, I was like, you know, I believe that 
now that we're in this space, because she was saying, cause my mom was saying, like, you know, women that are super successful. And, and let me just say, guys, being that I can't fully, fully remember our conversation yesterday because it was a long one. I may be going in and out uh, on shit. So just bear with me. Um, uh, She was saying, like, you know, up until 40 years ago. We didn't women never really had vision. We weren't really allowed or in a position to have vision. Our vision was always what was right there in front of us. That kitchen, them clothes, and them chaps. That was what our vision was. But now we out here and we can do what we want and we doing exactly what we want. And when we think about being submissive and following a man's plan, we can't help but think about y'all possibly wanting to put take us back to where we were. Any 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 small thread of that is just like, oh no, we can't do that. We not going back. We not going back whatsoever. And I was like, and I was like, you know, that makes sense, ma. And and that's partly why as men, we get nervous in dealing with a woman like that. Because it's almost like it's almost like with the sports analogy. When a coach or somebody says, hey man, like act like you've been here before. Dude, have some pride in your shit. Have a little dignity. Have a little sportsmanship. Yeah, it's cool to celebrate and all this and that, but at the same time, do it within the bounds of acting like you've been here before. Women, I don't think, and like my mom was saying, we don't have any examples of that. We don't have anybody we can really go to that's really been in a position of being a breadwinner, being super successful and how to manage that in dealing with a man that may not be as successful as you, which is really just has as much money as you. That's carrying the load like you. A woman wants to make, a woman will make $500,000 a year She'll want her man to make $500,000 a year, but she still don't necessarily want to contribute. She would still feel away if more of her money was going to more shit other than herself than the man. They don't know how to deal with that. They've never been here before. It's a new position for them. So, when shit goes disarray, when disagreements come, they only know how to respond in ways of the man. The worst, not the worst man, but just not the best example of how a leader should respond. See, I think a lot of guys, if we're in the position of power, yeah, some niggas is just power is just power tripping and power hungry and shit. 
But those type of men, I think, are niggas that growing up, they never knew what it felt like to be on top. They just know what it feels like to just maybe not be recognized. They're just not, you know what I'm saying? Like a nigga like me, I know what it's like. And that's from both ends. I know what it's like to be the best player on the team. And we suck. I know what it's like to be one of the best players on the team and we're good. I know what it's like to be on a really good team and I'm riding the end of the bench. I know what it's like to be in the middle of the pack. My ego and and, and sense of responsibility and, and accountability, I know, I know, I know what it's like in all those positions. I'm not really, I'm not itching to be just top dog. I'm not itching to be the best. You know, and maybe not necessarily, of course a nigga would love to be the best because that's just the competitive nature, but it's not a, it's not a, it's not necessarily in a toxic way, you know? And, and me and my mom, and I was asking her, I was like, you know, another thing I think, because we was like, I was like, you know, say a woman's making 500000 and I'm making 200000 I'm not mad at that because it's like, well, shit, I'm still out here getting it. Like, I'm doing it big. You just doing it bigger. But it ain't so much, it ain't enough to make me feel as if I still ain't that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still ain't more than confident and more, you know, just one with who I am. You just so happen to have a better job than me. Or maybe you just have a business that just is doing it up. That's just what it is. But I wouldn't feel if a woman did try to look down on me, it wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't it wouldn't really cut me. It wouldn't cut me at all. But what I was telling her, I was like, but this is where I do think it would cut. If a woman is making two hundred thousand and I'm only making sixty. That's when I think that's when it would kind of hit. You know what I'm saying? Because at that point, I'm still just average. I'm still just in the pack and this and that shit. So when I brought up that conversation, I was like, do you think it's, I said, I think it's kind of a battle between whose vision we going to be on. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't no man trying to sign up to no woman's program. Like, what? I'm not getting on your program. You don't want me on your program. Like the lady just said, I no, nah, I don't want no man, you know, to to be competing with me or just sitting on the sideline and clapping for my success. No, I want someone that can complete, that can be on the same level and this and that. I want a partner. But like my even my mom was saying, men don't want no partner. She was like, I be hearing all these women talking about some, oh, well, I can come and help him do this and I can add to that and I can make his vision and this and that men we ain't thinking about that yeah if you really can help and all this and that it's cool 
however I can use you, if I see a way that I can use you that really is going to help me, then for sure. But I don't need you coming in with no fucking ideas. If you have a good idea and it's cool, for sure. It's like, oh, word, damn. I I never even thought of it that, that way. Shit, thanks, babe. I'm, I'm going to take that and run with it, for sure. That was, that was a good one. But outside of that, it's really like, babe, just shut up. I love you for being my companion. I love you for being a beautiful woman. I love you for being the nurturing woman that you are and the caring woman that you are. I don't love you because you have a fucking MB in business. I don't love you because you think you're the brightest person in the world with all the greatest ideas. I don't care for that. I don't want a partner. Men don't need a partner. We don't, that's not what we in it for. So I think that's like one of the biggest clashes too of just the mindset of women now that are super successful in this and that. They want a man to come through and be aligned with their vision. And it ain't going to be like that. But, and, and like I was saying, and like my mom was saying, if if a woman's on her path and a man is on her path, when they meet, they got to figure out how both of their individual paths can help their one singular path. Whatever direction or vision that is. But ain't no one, ain't no man gonna sign up for no woman's program because a man just ain't gonna do that. And ain't no woman that is successful that's really doing her thing, really trying to sign up for a man's program because they fear that a man's program might just be, hey, I don't even really want you working. I can just take care of everything and this and that, and I'd rather whatever, whatever. Like I was like I was saying with my mom, I was like, I asked her, I said, so let me ask you this, mom. You making really good money and this and that. Say a dude came through and was like, hey, I got you. I don't really want you working. I don't, you know, like, or maybe not even, I don't really even really want you working. But you don't have to like I'm good. You know, I'm good. I got this. If you don't want to work, you ain't got to. And this and that you can just, you know. And I was like, that don't I was like, that don't even sound the least bit enticing to you. You know what I'm saying? This and that. And she was like, nah, it don't. But the only thing that would maybe make it a little enticing is just the flexibility, the freedom to be able to do what I want when I want to do it and this and that. But it would have to be that. She was like, because at this point, I'm past kids. If we're talking about right now, I'm past kids, so I ain't doing all that. She was like, if his version of him holding it down and me just always holding it down at the crib, that ain't going to work because I'm not like that. I'm a jet setter and mom's is a jet setter. It really ain't no telling. Like she just be out. 
I didn't hit her mom plenty of times. Just like, hey, what up? I'm pull up on you this weekend, whatever. I'm gone. I'm in Colorado. I'm in Philadelphia. I'm in New Orleans. I'm in Miami. My, my mom was in South Africa. I had no idea. Shorty was gone for like two weeks. I hit her up and was like, whatever, whatever. She Or I texted her or something like that. And come to find out she in South Africa. I didn't even know. She was gone. So she like, if his version of me being, of him doing all that and I'm at the crib, it ain't going to work. He got to know that, yeah, I'm going to be out here booking flights on your dime. If you cool with me doing that, moving how I want to move off your dime, I'm with it. But if you can't handle that, then no, I'm not doing all that. So I feel like that's probably where women, where women is like, mm, I ain't really trying to sign up for no man's program. Because it just might be, I ain't really trying to be under nobody's thumb. Yeah, you might be able to tame me and all this and that. You might be able to influence me to move a certain way and this and that. But if you think you're just going to be able to control me, it's not going to happen. It just ain't going to happen. It ain't going to be that way. I can't do it. I won't do it. You know? Uh, so, like I said, with this woman of just being so successful and stuff, it just makes you think, like, as a man, as a man, are we scared? Here we go. It's almost like this analogy right here. Is Because it's really all projections, truthfully, from both sides. Here's an analogy. A nigga will say he gay with uh like 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 Joe Button when he was talking with Math Hoffa. And he was just saying how Math Hoffa was just saying, like, if we homies and this and that, you should be able to tell me. I, really, I, I think you should be obligated to tell me that you moving like this, it's your lifestyle, whatever the case may be, because I might not be able to move with you because you might be doing this and that. What I'm saying is. Every man thinks every nigga is out to try to fuck him. But the reason why every man thinks that every gay man will fuck them is because we know as men will damn near hit 80% of the women worldwide at any given moment. Just for a nut. Just for a nut. Desperate enough, drunk enough, whatever the case, we'll shoot our shot at something that we know we don't want a relationship with, that we know we're not even that crazy attracted to, but for a nut, we'll do it. We'll do it. And I feel like as men, when we look at women that might have more money than us and just how we equate money within relationships, we can't help but think that in that in that in that type of dynamic, Shorty is just always gonna be dropping her dick on the table on us. Like at the end of the day, her word is gonna be law just because it is. Just because of that. And even though she ain't a man, she just she still do got that pussy. And we not trying to we not trying to have women withholding sex from us and this and that. So we not only do we got to take how you how you might just be 
talking down or just way too arrogant or just mad vow with us and this and that of how you speak to us with the with a tone but it's also we still want the pussy too you know like that shit that pussy still hold power too a, a whole heap of it a whole heap of it you know what i'm saying so that's just a lot because as men not only are we making money but we're men we're strong we're this and that so it's like not only am I the breadwinner, but bitch, I'm still a man at the end of the day. And you know how we get down. We only gonna tolerate but so much, and, and eventually it get down to violence. A woman that love you to the world and back, maybe in a million year, in a million years, would never think that you gonna put your hands on her. She know you're not gonna put put, put your hands on her, but. It always still is in the back of her head, even when she forget. They're like, oh, shit. Sometimes like, oh, damn. Like, maybe I should chill out because this nigga might snap. And it ain't nothing I can do with him. You know what I'm saying? It just ain't nothing I can do with him. So let me just chill. You know, I know he would never do it, but the nigga might snap. That's that's our that's our add on. Like, yeah, we got the money and we got that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, yeah, again, it it does. I It makes me it just makes me question, like, as men, is it wrong to be intimidated by successful women? As men, what does that say about us? Does that say that we are weak? Does it say that we are pussy? Does it say that we do need a whole lot of healing or whatever like what what does it say about a man that is intimidated by a successful woman is all the fault on him can women carry some of that blame i don't know because i've never really dealt with uh a uh I mean, my ex, she was making more money than me. And I, and, and I can say, I will say, a lot of times I, I was very insecure about that. I was very insecure about that. No, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. I was extremely insecure about that. Uh, and, I, and I would say that that definitely added a lot of strain onto the relationship. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, so, and, and again, it wasn't nothing crazy. It was crazy, but it wasn't like she was making crazy money. I think she was making, I was probably making like 30. She was making like 70. So 70 is good money. That's good money. I ain't mad at 70. Yeah, I don't, people are front on 70, but you really can't be too mad at 70. You know what I'm saying? You only mad at 70 when you're making 125. You know what I'm saying? That's that's when you mad at 70. Uh, so, yeah, you know. Um, but, again, I think, like I was telling my mom, like, but, again, can you really blame us? Because all we know is, well, this is what a man's supposed to do. A man's supposed to provide. A man's supposed to do this. A man's supposed to, you know what I'm saying? Like I was telling my mom, I said, maybe I'm dead wrong about this as a man. If I can do it, I would love to do it. 
just as a man, it would just make me feel good. Like, yeah, I'm really doing all this shit for something. I'm really holding it down for my family. I'm really holding it down for, 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 for my wife. I'm really holding it down for my kids and all this. Like I, I would love to do it if I really could do it. But if I couldn't necessarily do it, if I couldn't necessarily do it, I don't know if I would want to do it. And my girl working too. And my wife working too. Like, what if I'm making a hundred thousand and my wife is making a hundred thousand? I don't know. And I got someone I said, maybe I'm wrong for this. I don't know how much I want to break my back and, and and put everything on my shoulders when you just as capable as me. Why do you feel so bad? What would make a woman feel so bad and to make her look at her, at her man is so less than, especially in today's day and age, so less than when you clearly just as capable as him. Y'all making the same amount of money. Why, 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 why can't you be, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is it? I don't know. I don't know. So, uh, yeah. Uh, all right, guys, my, my, my battery is about to die. So I do have just one, one more. You feel me? You better wrap that gavel up, B. And the homie sent me uh the homie sent me uh a clip and I just thought it was necessary if niggas is out here gonna be doing traveling and shit. Check out my story on how I almost got kidnapped and killed in Colombia. I'm in Colombia on the top of a mountain. All these niggas got probably straps on them, they off coke, nigga Chris, nigga, they not finna remember what they wanna do, what they did to me or why they did what they did to me. Them niggas like, man, I want that camera, I want that phone, I want everything on that nigga, and then we gonna kill him. And I ain't sending shots Everybody got a house and I still need a spot If you listen to a bitch, you gon' turn into a thot I'd rather fuck with real, stay and hustle on the block Niggas get rich and turn fake Spend your money on the snob This woman with some kids who hustle and got a job This man had a fractured spine A broken, uh, uh, a broken fibula And this and that They really roughed that nigga up They really roughed that nigga up over there in Colombia and and uh and, and and Wheezy, it was Wheezy guys. Wheezy sends me this video. He goes, So y'all want me to lose my life in this bitch. And I I, I mean I don't know who been telling him that he should go to Colombia. Maybe it was uh Noonie, because Noonie had went to Colombia and this and that. And I was like, and I said, laugh out loud, uh shit, that could have been us uh on them scooters in AC. And he said, No, nah, laugh out loud, PI not dangerous. And I, and I was saying, like, every so often, I think back on that shit, like, that was actually really dangerous. And I, then I'm like, when I read that, I'm like, nigga, you a damn lie. He go, man, them, I ain't going to say because you know how Wheezy is. Wheezy just always got to be flagrant. He always got to be foul, always got to be derogatory when he speak. I don't know what's up with this nigga, but he just, just a sick sense of humor. Just a dark sense of humor. <laughs> he really liked the white folk. Uh, but he goes, them blanks ain't messing with us. And I was like, an old boy was probably Dolo, somewhere he shouldn't have been, not really knowing he probably shouldn't have been there. Uh, so then I go, yeah, all right, go back over there and be somewhere you shouldn't if you want to and find out. And, and I told him, I'm like, I'm like, even look at it this way. I said, we got shook down by the police. And that's real. Me and Weezy was on them scooters, riding, 
all we went all the way up to fucking real street all the way to the top of real street till till we got to like the toll to like the toll or the little maybe not border but what's some things what what's this shit that it's like a toll maybe to the city limits that's what it was maybe we got to the city limits of ac or 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 uh what what was the city called um uh pimpaga some shit like that it's called maybe we had got to the city limits so we get up there and we see that it's like a toll or whatever it's police and shit so we was like oh well we didn't came too far let's turn around we fit to turn around but wheezy's fucking novice ass don't really know how to ride the scooters and this and that i think he might have stalled out or some shit like that so that gave the boys just enough time to flag us down so i go back over there this and that long story short they talking to us and whatever and they ended up they really just like money 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 whatever the case we ended up just giving them some pesos and they just let us go and this and that but like i told them i said we got shook down by the police so imagine if something really did happen to us uh how that could have possibly played out they wouldn't just be foaming at the mouth to be at the aid of some americans you know what i'm saying and i'm like i'm not saying we target i'm saying that pi is dangerous enough to where being a place being being places you shouldn't be could get tricky same as america same as in Colombia. and he was like no nah, i feel you i just felt more safe there uh to even do what we did he was like, Columbia, I wouldn't have done that. And I think the reason why is because, well, in Columbia, I think they're already, just because we know there's mad drugs and cocaine, like we what we associate with drug dealing and drug trafficking, it already puts a, 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 a kind of reputation onto what we think Columbia could be like. You know what I'm saying? Just because of what's already associated with it. But uh, being in fucking, we ain't know nothing about the Philippines. The only thing we knew about the Philippines was how fun it was and all this and that. But like I showed him, I showed him a screenshot of like, nigga, you a lie. Like, nigga, the Philippines is 28% more dangerous in America. It's ranked maybe in the world 13th in violent crimes and murders. It's ranked high. It's ranked 60th in robberies. You know, uh, believes crime increasing in the past. What does it say? Believes crime increasing in the past three years. It's up 88%. It's, it's, or it's, it's ranked 80th. You know what I'm saying? Like, or what is ranked 45th. I maybe in the world in violent crimes and stuff like that uh per million people uh in violent crimes in murder per million yeah in murders is ranked 13 like and i ain't tell wheezy but the set the last time i went to the philippines me and my boy coons was out there again riding scooters this and that riding around and shit i leave pi the next day I'm in Korea. I get on Facebook. And at this time, I'm just so tapped in with Korea. I'm just tapped into just like Facebook news in, within the city of AC and shit like that. Nigga, somebody got murdered on the scooter. It wasn't a tourist. It was a local. But they rolled up on them, blew their fucking head off, broad daylight. No lie. Shot them square in the head. I think it might have been a lady boy, some shit like that. But 
Still, nigga, they be on it. And we was out there. Oh, we was out there just riding, don't know where the fuck we at. We just making lefts, making rights, going straight, random right here, random left. Like, we just there going on dead-end streets and this and that shit. Like, we black. Them niggas know that they see us. We Americans. They know we ain't from there. Nigga, that shit could have been dangerous. Talk about them. They they ain't going to mess with us. Nigga, you crazy. Like, yeah, they might not just because it's tourism and this and that, but, nigga, it's hoods everywhere in this world. And, again, there's men everywhere in this world. It's wolves all over. You go somewhere you're not supposed to be, that could be your ass. Same way in America. You take your ass just riding around through fucking Fifth Ward down here in Houston, nigga, that could be your ass. Third Ward, fucking uh, A-Leaf and shit, nigga, that could be your ass. You go over up there in Dallas riding around in fucking Oak Cliff and all that South Dallas and shit like that, nigga, that could be your ass. You're not from around there. You don't know what you're doing, this and that. Like, that could be your ass. That's how I got robbed my my first time and hopefully my only time getting robbed at gunpoint. Being over there in the hood. In Roto. Knowing I ain't got no business being over there in the hood for way longer than I was supposed to be over there in the hood. Like sitting ducks. Sit there. We sat there and waited for it. We waited for the setup. Nigga, walk to the... We was already waiting forever. Nigga, walk to the window. Told us it was going... We waited for the setup. Not knowing no goddamn better. Go to L.A. if you want to. And you're from the East Coast. And slide down through South Central. Nigga, it looked like a regular, nice suburban neighborhood. Decent-sized houses. Palm trees and shit all over the place. Niggas is used to the hood looking a certain way. Niggas is looking to projects looking a certain way. It don't look like that in L.A. They ain't got, there, there's, a, there's a couple of projects in L.A. There's a couple of projects. The hood don't look like, the hood look nice in L.A. You will be smack dab in the hood and don't even fucking know it. Don't even know it. So, yes, I say all this to say, I say all this to say when you're traveling, please just try to be, and my camera just died, so the podcast is ending extremely soon. Just understand that try to move as safe as you can. Try to move as smart as you can. When you move in dolo, you got to be well aware. Understand that, you know, you in a new land, you in a new territory. Shit might not be, you know what I'm saying? Shit just might not be on the up and up. You know? Look at stats. The only places I've ever been that really felt like, oh, shit was cool was when I was in Korea and when I was in Cuba. Korea felt extremely safe. Cuba, it felt extremely safe. Yeah, niggas was wilding in PI, and it felt safe, but we was also young, not even giving a fuck, and drunk. But even with that being said, nigga, sometimes when I would be out there walking alone, all on the back streets, 
dipping down through people's hoods and shit like that, walking the, walking short. I remember I walked shorty home that one time, all the way down Blow Road, past the church and everything. She was way down deep in the cut, nigga. And I'm walking back, it ain't no lights. It's dark as fuck. Like, yeah, luckily I was good. Cause it's probably a good rule of thumb that they don't want to fuck up the tourism and shit like that. Now y'all out here dropping bodies of, of Americans, of soldiers and shit like nigga, that could be something. But still, nigga, no. I don't know what I'm, I don't know. I don't know what what the fuck Weezy was talking about. Saying that shit, that shit didn't feel that shit didn't feel dangerous. Shit. I ain't gonna say it felt like my life was just always threatened, but nigga, I for damn sure what walking around that bitch feeling like everything was just always going to be gravy and this and that. Like, I don't know. I ain't feel like that. Like I said, again, I I wasn't just always, I, I didn't feel just completely nervous and whatever. Again, niggas was young, niggas was drunk. So a lot of it was just ignorant, ignorant bliss. But, but still at the same goddamn time, uh, again, I, I shit, I knew it could be up. I knew it could be up. And, and I think that might, but the reason why I the reason why I felt like that is because I've been robbed before. Weezy may may not have never been robbed before. He may he may uh, he may not have never really had a gun to his face. That that right there that was my eye opener to this world of like oh shit it's the real world out here, and shit can get dangerous at any given moment. A nigga, a nigga might really shit could get real at any that was a that that from that moment on, it really fucking opened my eyes to, to what shit really could be like. To never sleep on no matter where the fuck you at. To just know nigga shit could go what? So that so like I said, yeah, it felt it felt safe. I didn't always feel dangerous, but nigga, I'm just well aware of like, hey. Nigga, this shit could ha- that shit could happen. That shit could happen. For sure, for sure. Uh, so yeah, but Alright, guys. My camera's dead. Uh my my camera's dead and I stink. I'm hungry. I need to make a cover for my for my brother. So it is time for me to end this thing. And I will end it once again with some Dom flipping Kennedy. But I don't know what I want to. I don't know what 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 Dom song I want to use though. I don't know what Dom song I want to use. I think I'm just gonna use one of my favorites. Uh, and it might be this one. It's 125, baby. And guess what we up doing? Get money, then you die, my nigga. Ain't really that much to it. A lot of people have big plans. I'm just the one that stuck to it. A nigga trying to drive with baby drivers. Shit, I'm trying to do what Puffy doing. <laughs> I feel like the guy in Crush Group. My whole life is like Crush Group. How things been since I left? I know these niggas now have very little respect. That's why I came back to get you up out that dress And that was kind of direct, but what else would you expect? You can buy cars, big condos, jets, handguns
guns and tax, she'll never get no respect. She walks in the room, kisses me on my neck, sits down on the couch like I'm trying to have sex. Two months later, her stomach can feel upset. Took a pregnancy test, shook her head and was just never meant to happen. Hope it turns for the best. Whatever the outcome, I'm always gonna have regret. I am not Jody, you are not no event. Before charges get pressed, I'ma go ahead and step. If you get money, niggas gotta connect. And I never smoke stress, so wanna fuck with my ex. <laughs> it's 125, baby. It's 125, baby. It's 125, baby. It's 125, baby. Excuse my language, but I done been through some shit. One thing I knew was I never was finna quit. Build a foundation, it take time to get rich. And instead of canned tuna, I'ma fuck with this shrimp. Get a nice car, hit it off with some tent. And every time I see my girl, I hit her off with some rent. I talk to the kids and hit them off with some sense. Don't talk to police, you might get somebody pinched. Never give an inch, like you're going to flinch. Don't say you got a gun when niggas know it's a wrench. Hanging out with me feels like an event. And I hit it one time, she said, yeah, I'm convinced. I know it's getting late, but I ain't feeling content. So I'ma pick this lock until I hear it go click. Try and get my chips and stay away from you simps. If you happy being you, I fuck with you on the strip. Uh-huh. It's 125, baby. 125, baby. It's 125, baby. It's 125, baby. You know, just living like living the way I was always meant to. You know, ain't no coincidence. Work hard. What you deserve and you die. You know, the rest is up to you. How you spend it is up to you. Tomorrow ain't promised for none of us. That's why we pop champagne and All right, everyone. That was another episode of Wildin' for Respect. Another week's worth of wildin'. Uh, I appreciate you for listening. Uh, I hope your week goes well. Uh, And, you know, and just tune in to the next one. If you don't, I feel you. But if you do, for sure. But I'm out this joint. I need to take a shower and I'm hungry. For you, Jack. <laughs> I'm for you, Jack. <laughs>